Greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. What you're about to hear is a life-changing word from God through Pastor Steve Allen Sr. of Destiny Christian Center in Laplace, Louisiana. Enjoy the message and be blessed in the Lord. people's attention and force them to listen to you. Then uh, last week we talked about the characteristics of a confident person. Uh, Number one, a confident person views situations a certain way. Number two, a confident person responds to criticism a certain way. Number three, confident people respond to a no a certain way. They believe that a no now doesn't mean a no forever. Uh, number four, confident people encourage themselves by rehearsing past successes and God's faithfulness. Uh, number five, confident people dress a certain way. And then number six, confident people approach problems and challenges a certain way. They see a problem as an opportunity for God to show his power. Uh, now today, I want to look at the other side. Uh, and let me begin by saying this. The Lord told Israel that I have given you a promised land. It's a, it's a land that flows with milk and honey, but he says you've got to possess the land. In other words, there are giants in the land, and they, they had to drive those giants out of the land in order to enjoy the inheritance that God had for them. And if we're going to enjoy what God has for us, we've got to drive out the giants. And in this series tonight, I want to deal with one of those giants, and it's the other side or the opposite of confidence, and that is insecurity. If you're going to walk in confidence, you've got to kick out the giant called insecurity. Now, I want to look at Moses tonight because Moses is a classic example of someone who overcame insecurity. God God talked to Moses through the burning bush and he calls Moses and he tells Moses, you're my, you're, my, you're my guy. Can I say it like that? You're my guy. You're the man. I, I want you to go down and I want you to set my people free from Egyptian bondage. And, uh, but Moses had to overcome insecurity in order to obey God. Now, look at Exodus for me, chapter 4. I'm going to read this in the Amplified Version of the Bible only. Uh, Exodus 4, verses 10 through 13. It says, and Moses said to the Lord, O Lord, I am not eloquent or a man of words, neither before nor since you have spoken to your servants, for I am slow of speech and have a heavy and awkward tongue. And the Lord said to him, who has made man's mouth or who makes the dumb or the deaf or the seen or the blind? It is Is it not I, the Lord? Now, therefore, go, and I will be with your mouth and will teach you what you shall say. And he says, oh, my Lord, I pray you sin by the hand of some other whom you will sin. Wow. Uh, Moses says to the Lord, send somebody else. Send somebody that's capable. Now, Moses really didn't lack potential or capability. He lacked confidence. And it's obvious that he had the potential because if you read in Deuteronomy 
uh, 34, verses 10 through 12, at the end of Moses' life, it says that there was never another prophet like Moses, none equal to him in signs and in wonders. So he had the potential, but at this time in his ministry, he lacked confidence. Now, for some of you, you have potential, you have capability, you just lack confidence or you're insecure. So, so what, is, what is insecurity? Insecurity means to feel unsure or uncertain. It means self-doubt or doubtful of one's ability or doubtful of one's identity. Insecurity is a feeling of inadequacy. Now, Moses says to God, I'm not a skilled speaker. He says, I can't even put my words together. God, even after talking to you, I am not eloquent in my speech. But I want you to, I want you to read something. I want you to see this. Go to Acts 7 and 22. Acts 7 and 22. Listen to what it says here. And Moses was learned in all the wisdom of the Egyptians and was mighty in words and in deeds. The Amplified Version of the Bible says of that verse, it says, so Moses was educated in all the wisdom and culture of the Egyptians and he was mighty powerful in his speech and deeds. Now, the, the New English Bible says he was a powerful speaker. Now, I want you to understand the timetable here. The 22nd verse of Acts 7 speaks of Moses prior to the burning bush experience. So before he met God at the burning bush, he says to God, I'm not a, a skillful speaker. But the Bible says that he was a very educated and a powerful speaker. Now, I'm bringing this out because I want to express to you that we are not born with insecurity. Insecurity is a learned behavior. Did you hear me? Insecurity is a learned behavior. People become insecure through four factors. Authority figures, environment, repetitious information, or experiences. You weren't born insecure, but you became insecure by possibly some authority figure or maybe the environment you came up in or it could have been repetitious information. When you hear something over and over and over again, it can make you insecure. Uh, In the movie, The Color Purple, anybody remember the movie, The Color Purple? Whoopi Goldberg played the lady, her name was Miss Seely. She lived with a mean husband who treated her horribly. One day, Miss Seely decided enough was enough. She decided that she was going to move to Memphis with Suge. And while they were leaving, the old mean husband laughed at her and says, where do you think you're going? You can't make it because you're poor. You're black and you're ugly. 
And he kept saying it to her. He, he kept saying it to her as she was leaving. And, 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 and he kept saying to her, you can't go nowhere. You'll never make it because you're poor, you're black, and you're ugly. And finally she says, I may be poor. I may be black. And I may be ugly, but I'm still here. And, and, and I, I said that to say, it doesn't matter what you keep hearing about yourself. I want you to believe what God has said about you. And God says that you are fearfully and you're wonderfully made. Come on, somebody say, I'm going to believe what God has said about me. And then sometimes experiences like rejection, abuse, prejudice, betrayal, all of these things can cause one to be insecure. And I believe that some experience that Moses had robbed him of his confidence. I believe that when Moses left Egypt running, he was really discouraged and full of rejection and hurt. And that experience robbed him of his confidence. And the question tonight is, what experience has robbed you of your confidence? And whatever it was, I'm believing God that there's a new chapter beginning in your life and your life story is taking a change tonight. And before it is over, like Moses, your story will read, there was never another one like you because you operated in great confidence and you got over all of your insecurities. Come on, somebody say, that's, that's for me. That's for me tonight. Now tonight, I, I promise you, I'm not going to be long at all, um, but tonight in this lesson, I just want to talk about the symptoms of an insecure person. We've been dealing with symptoms a lot lately. I want to deal with the symptoms of an insecure Now, Pastor, you're going to just tell me about the symptoms? You're not going to give me, you know, the cure? Well, you know... Sometimes when you're made to see yourself, it helps you get better. So I want to show you some of these symptoms so you'll know, and then now we'll know what to put our faith on. So we're going to look at, I have 18 symptoms. Y'all look at me like, and you said we wasn't going to be long. But no, it's not, I'm not going to expound on all of them. I'm just going to go through them, and I promise you, you'll be eating soon. Uh, the first symptom is, as it relates to an insecure person, they are not comfortable in their own skin. They really want to be somebody else. They compare themselves with others, their achievements, their possessions, their looks, others' abilities and others' position. They're not comfortable in their own skin. Is there anybody that you want to be other than yourself? Number two, insecure people are very competitive. They're consumed without doing other people. I mean consumed with outdoing other folk. Number three, I told you I'm not going to be long. 
They resist giving or receiving constructive feedback and perceive negative feedback as a personal attack. (laughs) Therefore, they're extremely sensitive and they're extremely defensive. You see, when you're confident, feedback is the key to improvement. Let me hear somebody say, I want to be better. Number four, insecure people have a hard time saying no. They believe that they have to do everything that everybody wants them to do in order to be accepted. Hmm. I mean, as far, you're doing stuff against the will of God because you want to be accepted by people. You know it's wrong, but you want to fit in. You shacking it. Anyway, uh, number five. (laughs) Insecure people. They see seeking wisdom, input, and cooperation of others as a weakness. Insecure people can't go to other folk for counsel or guidance. You know, and I've seen this in ministry uh, since I've been pastoring. Most husbands don't want to talk to anybody about their problems because they see talking to somebody else as being a weakness. They They say things like this. I don't need to talk to pastor. He's a man just like I am. He put his pants on just like I put my pants on. Y'all know I'm telling the truth. Listen to me. Proverbs 27 and 17 says, iron sharpeneth iron. So listen to me. Brothers, it's not going to take away from your manhood to get help from people that can help you. It doesn't doesn't mean that you're less of a man because you're talking to somebody that can help you. Actually, it makes you a very wise person. I have a spiritual father. And I have mentors that I counsel with because I want to be better. Hmm. Are you all right? Number six, insecure people don't affirm or empower others because they feel if others succeed, they must lose. I can't tell you what I know because you might get what's mine. But the truth is, what's mine is mine. And you can't stop it. Number seven. (laughs) Insecure people brag about their possessions and accomplishments or well-known people in order to gain admiration. Now I'm not talking about a I'm not talking about a testimony, but I'm talking about people who are always bragging about their possessions always bragging about their accomplishments or always bragging about people they know. Oh, I know so-and-so. We go way back. Just name-dropping all the time. You know anybody that's always name-dropping? I saw, I saw somebody the other day, man. Just, I mean, in a matter of three minutes, they probably dropped about five names on me. That's an insecure person. 
See, what happens is they measure their self-worth by people or positions or, or possessions. They feel like they're important because of who they know. Listen, there's more to you than what kind of car you drive. There's, there's more to you than what kind of house you live in. And there's more to you than who you know. Now, the world will not like you when you're always dropping, uh, when you're always dropping certain names. See, the greatest name that you can drop is Jesus. And now, now the world is not going to be impressed with you dropping the name of Jesus. I was, uh, I'll never forget, man, a couple of years ago, I was, uh, some guy was talking to me and um, he said, uh, I like your car. And my response was, well, God's been good to me. And he says, he got frustrated. He said, uh, yeah, man, I hear what you're saying, man. Always talking about God did this and God did that. But you had to do something too. You had to work. I said, yeah, God gave me the job. <laughs> he said, yeah, yeah, but you had to use your brains. I said, yeah, God gave me the brain." And I told him, see, God is at every turn in my life, and I've got to give him glory for everything. Come on, somebody shout, shout it's all about him. All right, all right, all right. Number eight, insecure people go to extreme measures to prove that they are deserving or that they are right. Just over and over again. You've gone on to another conversation. They're still trying to prove something. You know anybody that's always trying to be right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Don't hunt your neighbor. Don't hunt your, don't hunt your husband or your wife. Glory to God. Number nine, let's move on. Insecure people are extremely hard on themselves, especially when they fail. Just because you failed doesn't make you a failure. If you fail, get up. If you failed, get up. Tell your neighbor, say, get up. up. Number 10. I told you we're going to just go through this. Insecure people have more confidence in others than they do in themselves. Send somebody else. Oh, don't call me. Don't call on me, Pastor. Pastor, uh uh, no, no. Call somebody else, Pastor. Let somebody else do it. But let me ask you something. When are you going to use the gifts that God has given you? See, the truth of the matter is there's a seed of greatness in all of us. And God has something for all of us to do. But you can't look at somebody else as being able to do stuff and you can't do anything. I said, I said this Sunday, I said this Sunday and I'm going to repeat this. When I leave here and go to heaven, I want to leave here empty. I want to leave here having done everything that God has assigned my hands to do. Because, you know, the truth of the matter is we're going to have to give an account for our talents. We're going to have to give an account for our abilities. We're going to have to give an account for our gifts. Everything that God has given us, we're going to have to give an account. And let me tell you something. What God has put into you is for the kingdom. It's for kingdom use. And, And what I want you to know is your gifts and your talents and your abilities weren't just given you, given to you so you can make money. But God has given you those gifts for kingdom business. And the question is, are you using what God has given you for kingdom use? Mm -hmm. All right, number 
11, insecure people consistently feel that people are against them. Everybody is against them. Everybody is unfair towards them. Everybody's prejudiced. Everybody. People talking, and you walk up and they stop talking, and you're like, oh, they were talking about me. No, they, was, they stopped talking because what they were talking about wasn't your business. Everybody's, yeah, they turned me down because I'm black. Oh, they ain't turned you down because you were black. They turned you down because you had a 400 beacon. <laughs> it had nothing to do with your, your color. See, but we, we, when we're insecure, we look at everything. Oh, okay, all right, all right. Anyway. <clears throat> Number 12. Insecure people feel that they need to win every argument. And they will talk to you until you can't talk no more. Okay. Number 13, <laughs> insecure people feel that they need to defend their integrity. They're talking about me. They, they call me this name. But let me tell you something. If that's not you, the Bible says your integrity will preserve you. When you are insecure, you have to defend yourself all the time. All the time, you're trying to prove, you know, that I'm not this person. Man, listen, let me tell you something. As, as, as a pastor, man, we, we, take, we take some, some licks. And, and sometimes it's because of what other folk have done. But, man, I can't sit around here trying to defend everything. People, when we first started, I guess a couple of years after we started, people were going around saying, man, in order for you to be a member of that church... You got to show your W-2. And I'm like, what? Anybody here have to show your W-2 to become a member? Oh, oh okay. I, I saw your hand for a second. I'm like, what? Who, who, who took you in? <laughs> I, need to, I need to see it. They told you that, though. You heard that. You had to show your W-2. How crazy is that? You have to show your W-2. So you think I'm going to sit up and try to defend that all of that? Man, I ain't got time to be thinking about all that stuff because I know it's not true. So our integrity will preserve us. People are going to say stuff about you. People are going to talk about you. You ain't got to defend everything. If you know it ain't true, keep moving. I've been pastoring for about two months out here, and people said I had a baby out here. I said, man, at least take nine months to have the baby. What you talking about? <laughs> like, my God, we talk about some supernatural work. <laughs> Number 14, insecure people become disturbed when it appears that someone may take their place in a certain environment or relationship. Insecure people are always trying to hold their place. That's why they don't delegate. I can't delegate because I got to watch everybody. They might be trying to move me out. Insecure people always think that someone is trying to take their place. I can't let you preach because, you know, they clap too much for you. And if I keep letting you preach, they're going to stop clapping for me. 
And you know, I'm, I'm, I'm saying that, but honestly, that's a problem in church. There, there are, are, are preachers or pastors that won't allow other preachers to preach because they don't want somebody to outshine them. The, 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 the question is, who's supposed to be shining? It ought to be about God. Man, I don't. Look, God called me here. God called. I don't care who comes here. I don't care. Listen, you can have T.D. Jakes to come to church and he'll preach you and have you up under those chairs. And, and I mean, walling all over the floor, just shouting all over the place. And you know when he leaves, I'm still the pastor. I ain't tripping. We have some great ministers in this ministry. So great, great ministers. I'm not trying to hold them back. I want to use them as much as possible because I want every gift used. Okay. Man, if I was insecure, nobody would preach around here. Look at y'all looking at me. When I was coming up under preachers, I probably preached once a year or maybe once every two years. Sometimes they told me I was going to preach when I got to church. They changed their mind. <laughs> yeah. 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 Anyway, let me, let me, let's move on. What number are we on? Fifteen. Y'all count now. Y'all hungry, huh? Y'all hungry? Ooh, we're getting close to eighteen. Uh, <laughs> Insecure people. When working with a team, insecure people prefer to shine alone rather than having a group to share the credit. Everybody needs to know that that was my idea. I'm the one that said it. They, wanna, they want all the credit. Something happens in your life, I told you. I prophesied to you. I was the one that told you. I mean, you know, I actually had a guy Oh, should I? No, I ain't going to say that. Lord, should I say that? I had, a, I had somebody to tell me about this church, and they prophesied to me that this church would happen. True, that is true. But it was almost like I owed them something for prophesying it to me. And I'm like, huh? I'm the one that prophesied to you you were going to be there. Okay, well, who, who told you the prophecy? <laughs> I mean, who, who told you? You, you know, this wasn't your information. You was just the, the vessel that God used to, to give the prophecy. What, why you want credit for? Why, you want me to pay you? Awesome. <laughs> Boy, that's, that's a whole nother level there now. Because, you know, we live in a time now where people want you to pay for a prophecy. Send me, you send me an offering and I'll send you a prophecy. Well, that sounds funny, but that's real. Send me an offering. You can get a prophecy today. Or if you dial in and dial this number and punch in enough, enough money, I'm going to prophesy your socks off today. Yeah, we live, in that, we live in that day. Number 16, insecure people feel slighted when someone gives a friend or another person a compliment in their presence. 
What about me? What about what I did? You didn't say, you didn't say anything about me. Hmm. Okay. That didn't go over well. Insecure people, number 17, feel inadequate or inferior due to certain unchangeable physical features such as height, skin color, facial features, age, or weight. You're insecure about the way you look. You want to look like somebody else. You're not happy with your nose. You want to get a Michael Jackson special. It's cra- you know what's crazy to me? Let me tell you what's crazy to me. And, and David, don't take offense to this. Nobody's happy with what they have. White folk laying in the sun won't be black. Black folk bleaching won't be white. Black people trying to make their lips thin. White folk blowing their lips up. Ain't nobody happy, insecure with what God... Man, let me tell you something. I love me. I love... I absolutely... People talk about I got a big head, a huge head. I love it. I love my big head. I love my big nose. I can smell what they're cooking at the restaurant right now. (laughs) I love, I love, I love my big lips. I love. Mm. You know, people try to tease you, make you feel bad about yourself. You ain't gonna make me feel bad. Hey, God, tell me, man, you got big old shoulders and them little bitty legs. I say, I say, I say, you know what? That's how a racehorse is built. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, I got a word for you. Man, I ain't thinking about what nobody say about me. I'm happy with me. And you got to get to the point where you don't let people make you feel bad about you. I've been wearing glasses since I was 12. And when you, of course, when I was younger, kids would be so mean, man. They used to call me four eyes. And sometimes, <laughs> because I didn't want people talking about me, the kids talking about me, I'd take my glasses off and couldn't see nothing. Sadly, <laughs> this blind walking around, man, but I, I, I didn't want people talking about me, you know? But now folks are wearing glasses and don't even need them. I mean, just, just wearing glasses, and you know they're not prescribed because they got the name in the lens. <laughs> I'm like, what this is? <laughs> so I'm finally in style. See, just, just be who you are. Just be who God made you. Come on, let me hear you, let me hear you say, I love me some me. Love, I love, I love who God made me. I love, I love it, I love, I love who God made me. And sometimes I look in the mirror and say, boy, you good looking. <laughs> Number 18, insecure people are abusive. 
You know a man that beats a woman? That's an insecure man. I'm going to say it again. I'm going to say it again. And if you're here, the Lord can deliver you. If a man beats a woman, he's an insecure man. What? Come here, man, in my eye. Come here, baby. Get on up here, please. Come. What kind of man, what kind of man would I be? This woman can't defend herself against me. What kind of man would I be to, be, to lay my, to, to hit this woman or put my hands on this woman in an in a, uh, abusive way? <laughs> Hallelujah. But I mean, what does that say about me? What does that say about me as a man? Because I can beat a woman. And you know the sad thing? Is a man that puts his hands on a woman? Most of the time he'll run from a man. I can't stand it. I can't stand, I can't, oh Jesus, I can't stand a man that, that beats a woman. I can't stand it. And, and it's, it's, it's insecurity that causes you to do that. You're not, you're, you're not sure about your own manhood. Look how y'all looking at me. Hey, and again, if you've been that guy, God can deliver you. If you want to be delivered. You can sit down, baby. <laughs> Insecure people are abusive. I'm talking about, and, and they're jealous. People that have to, spouses that have to know everything and every moment where a person is, checking the gas gauge, <laughs> checking mileage on the car, Hey, baby, I'm on my way home from work. You, she got to call in and, and tell you every move. I'm on my way home from work. Okay, let's see now. It's uh, 8.45, and your job is five miles away, and you should be here uh, about 8.50. <laughs> and when 8.51 gets here and you're not here, where are you at? That's, 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 that's insecurity. I'm standing here right now. I can't see, I can't see what, what Marilyn's looking at right now. Marilyn may be winking at somebody over there. <laughs> wow. But what am I going to do about that? What am I going to, this is for teaching purposes only. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, that was insecurity just now. <laughs> See if anybody's winkable over there. Look, <laughs> this is for teaching purposes only. My wife and I have been married for 33 years. 
And if the devil deceives her into cheating on me, or if she decides to leave me, I'm not going to lie. It's going to hurt, but I'm not going to lose my wife, my mind, and my life. I'm not going to take my life because I love living. I'm not going to take anybody else's life because I love freedom. And I'm not going to live a miserable life worrying about, I mean, right now, I'm not going to live a miserable life worrying about if she's going to leave me, if she's going to cheat. Man, that's insecurity, and insecurity is bondage. Hmm. Hallelujah. All right, man, you, listen, you got to get to the place where you just trust God. And I'm so secure in what God has given me, I ain't worried about nothing like that. And if she can leave all of this, <laughs> then we need to have her evaluated. <laughs> Come on, let, let, let's stand and pray. Let's stand and pray. I told you I'm going to let you go eat. I want you to repeat. I want you to repeat something after me. Come on, say in the name of Jesus. I take authority. Over all insecurity. insecurity. I resist it. it In Jesus' name. name. I open myself up. up To the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Holy Spirit. Spirit. Continue. Continue. To expose me. me To me. me. Help me to see me. me. Empower me to change the things. That I can't change on my own. Help me me to overcome overcome my insecurities insecurities. in Jesus' name. name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We hope the word you've just heard has blessed you. If you'd like to order other messages or series, please go online to destinychristian.org. Or call 985-653-9006. Thank you for being a part of this ministry. Destiny Christian Center. Destiny demands diligence, so never quit. God bless you.